0: Welcome to the Closer at Grace podcast. Here you'll hear relevant teachings and testimonies from the women of our church. Join us as we grow closer to God and closer to each other through a closer study of God's Word.
1: Hello ladies, this is Erin O'Hara and I am excited to be in this closer study with you this week as we dive into Romans 13 verses 8 to 14. I want to talk about clothing today, what we wear. I'm a bit of a clothes hoarder. I love hand-me-downs. I love deals. I rarely pay full price for anything. And so I guess I have this mindset that more is better. I like options. I don't know if I'm going to be hot or cold, whether I'd want to peel off a layer or bundle up. I like to be fashionable, but I also like to be comfortable. And as I've gotten older, I think I choose more comfort over style. I may wear nice outfits when I'm out, but at home I quickly opt for soft shirts, comfy shorts, or jammy pants. I have a hard time getting rid of clothes because I just might need them. And I admit, I even have clothes from over 25 years ago. Items from college and even a few things from high school. Yes, I have those pants up on the shelf that were pre-baby. In fact, I took a shirt from that pile and passed it on to my daughter recently. Holding it up to me... It would be a midriff shirt now, but certainly wasn't back then. My life has changed. My body weight has shifted. I've outgrown items and changed even what I like. This got me thinking about our passage today. Do you know we wear things as believers? God specifically asks us to put on certain things and take certain things off. And also, as we grow in our faith and relationships, the old garments no longer fit like they used to. We have new options available to us. In our lesson and text this week, I was challenged by three things we are to wear and put on. We are to put on love, put on light, and put on Jesus. Let me read Romans thirteen eight to 14. Owe nothing to anyone except to love one another, for he who loves his neighbor has fulfilled the law. For this, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet. And if there is any other commandment, it is summed up in this saying, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. Do this, knowing the time that it is already the hour for you to awaken from sleep. For now salvation is nearer to us than when we believed. The night is almost gone and the day is near. Therefore, let us lay aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave properly as in the day. Not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual promiscuity and sensuality, not in strife and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh in regard to its lust. First off, put on love. This piece of clothing feels good to others. It says here, "Owe no one, anything except to love. Do no wrong to your neighbor. Keep the commandments by loving. Love fulfills the law. Galatians says there are no laws against loving or showing the other fruits of the spirits in our lives. Galatians 5.23 says against such things there is no law. And here the emphasis is that loving fulfills the law. If you take a look at the Ten Commandments, the first four um, are in regards to our relationship with God. And the last six are in regards to our relationship with other neighbors. So Jesus sums up the law with only two Sums up the commandments with only two, love God and love others. In Matthew chapter 22, he's asked, which is the the greatest commandment? And he said, um, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend the whole law and the prophets. Do no wrong to your neighbor. Neighbor makes me think of the parable of the Good Samaritan and the question a lawyer poses to Jesus, who is my neighbor? In this parable found in Luke 10, the Samaritan showed love to a stranger, an enemy of his people, someone different to him, someone vulnerable, someone who could not pay him back. I wonder if the injured man felt the warmth and comfort of the tunic the Samaritan wore as he lifted him onto his donkey. It says in that parable that he took strips and bandaged up his wounds. Maybe these were strips of the, his own clothing to, to repair um, the wounds of the man. This, this love is not out of familial affection, romance, or a relationship or friendship kind of love. It is agape love, the love that God gives us to love others with. We cannot love others unless we have received this love from God. God gives us this garment of love to wear. I love the message paraphrase of Colossians 3, 12 to 14. Take a listen. So chosen by God for this new life of love, dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you. Compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, discipline. Be even-tempered, content with second place, quick to forgive an offense. Forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you and regardless of what else you wear put on love it is your basic all-purpose garment never be without it i can't really say it better than that loving others is our basic all-purpose garment it's one we should have on all the time putting on love it is a garment that is something others feel from us it's between us and them it's it's comfortable it's sturdy it's soft it's soothing. Yes, does it sometimes have to tell truth within love? Yes, but, but it's not itchy and scratchy. It's not harming our neighbor or hurting them. Put on love. The second garment that we're supposed to wear is to put on light. Verses 11 to 13. Um, and there's a warning and urgency in this text that, that our time is running out. This garment of light reflects Jesus. Like a vest one puts on to jog or bike at night but this one reflects the light of Jesus in our lives. It marks us as his. Um, It identifies us as one following after the sun, S-O-N. You wear this vest of light and you have on this like Jesus team jersey. Um, Others see us in it and they go, oh, they're a Jesus follower. In order to put on light though, we have to take off darkness, deeds of dark, identifiers of the world and of our flesh. Things maybe we used to do. You know, garments are so closely related here. Love and light, especially in dealing with strife and jealousy. These are itchy. They're uncomfortable. They're irritating to us and exacerbating to those we come in contact with. There's no light reflected in choosing to align with these dark feelings and intentions. I, I personally hate the feel of wool. I can't stand to wear it. I'm constantly scratching, and it causes me to be annoyed with everyone and everything while I'm wearing it. I just can't wait to, like, rip it off. You know, I, I am someone that feels strife rising up inside of me. Things have been um, difficult lately, and it's easy to get angry in our culture about all kinds of things. I think we're all on edge, um, And choosing anger and choosing strife can be like choosing an old ratty t-shirt I keep reaching for. It's not clean. It's not appropriate. It's not light or life-giving. That old stained t-shirt needs to be put off. The New Living Translation says, remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes. The less and less I choose to wear these dark deeds, the more it becomes an obsolete garment in my wardrobe. I will get to the point that even though at one time it was my garment of choice, maybe choosing anger, I'm rewriting my attire. I will cast it off for good into the trash pile if I've gone like a whole year without like picking it up. That's the goal here. But why do I keep returning to these, this out of shape garment? What hold does it have for me? What comfort is there in it? I need God's help for me to see it for what it truly is. And I need those around me to tell me it is no longer good for me or good on me. You know, we can do this for each other. We can have relationships with one another where we invite our friends to say, hey, if this doesn't look good on me, tell me. You know, I want you to tell me if these jeans make my butt look big. So, really, sister, I want you to tell me if I'm wearing a sin that is not reflecting the light of Jesus to others. The importance here, and I want to say it again, is that that we are running out of time. There's no time for us to waste on garments that reflect sin and darkness. There's a world in the dark out there, and we are called to be bearers of Jesus' light. Finally, we are to put on Jesus. This last verse, verse 14, tells us to simply put on Jesus and make no provision for the flesh. Jesus is my righteousness. His blood has covered my sin and he took my sinful, filthy garments and in exchange handed me a robe of righteousness. Him, his righteousness, nothing to do with my actions or deeds, but all to do with him and his grace. He gives me this garment free. And you know what? Not only that, it's luxurious. It's clean. It's white without spot or wrinkle. Isaiah 61 says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul will exalt in my God, for he has clothed me with garments of salvation. He has wrapped me with a robe of righteousness. This robe covers us. It's the feeling against our own skin. Similarly, like love is the feeling of our garment towards others. Whereas the garment of light is an identifier of us to others, Putting on Jesus is our own identity in Him and with Him. Our identity in Him is forgiven. We are free. We are delighted in. We are empowered and we are righteous. The New Living says, Clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Sister, you and I have a choice. We have a choice to don the robe of righteousness and be in Jesus' presence or we have the choice to make a provision for our selfish flesh to be indulged. Friend, there are times I have and do make provisions for my flesh. I think it's okay sometimes to wallow in my selfishness. There are times I choose to gossip and slander. Sometimes I feel justified in, in gluttony and indulging my fleshly desires. I wanna watch that show or read that book that takes me down some dark trails. But have you ever worn a garment and then paid for it with a blister the next day, scratches from the zipper, or humiliation when you saw yourself in a picture wearing something that just wasn't appropriate? Sin looks enticing, but it is not worth it. Jesus' presence always is. Put on love, put on light, put on Jesus. What are you wearing today, my friend? Are you wearing love, comforting, soft to those you come in contact with? Do you have your reflective vest on, shining the light of Jesus where you go? And have you made sure your robe of righteousness, your identity in Christ is secure, knowing confidently who you are in him? Others are watching what we're wearing. Let's stay dressed and ready.
0: Ladies, we want you to grow closer to God and to the other ladies within our church. So if you go to our women's ministry website, you will find the links to our Facebook group, to Instagram, so that you can know all the events that are happening. You will see the links to the events so that you can sign up. You will see the links to groups that you can get involved in. And you'll see the link to our closer studies so that you can get in God's Word more. We even have a path for which those who are beginning or growing or maturing can plug into. So we encourage you to go to our website, gracetoday.org today slash women.